Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. Okay, we're here. It's Thursday, October 21st. Happy almost the weekend, everybody. It's also happy National Get to Know Your Customer Day. Whoa. So, mm, that's a good one for us. Yeah, it's actually the third. It's the, there, There's one every quarter from what, I, mm. from what I learned from the national holiday calendar. Um, so get to know your customer. If you guys are listening, you know, send us a DM. Or don't, be a, don't be a stranger. That's, that's what, like a finance bro thing. Yeah. Every quarter. That's basically what this podcast is. Exactly. Finance bros. Yeah. Don't be shy, guys. We'd love to meet you. Of course. Yeah. Joining us virtually. It's Owen. I can't see him right now, but I know he's there. How's it going? Um, It's going good. It's going good. Um, I'm going to kind of jump the gun here and steal Alex Thunder. Uh, It's getting cold. That's what I'll say. <laughs> it's starting to... <laughs> weather is uh, <laughs> phenomenal right now. It's getting windier it's getting chillier so not not a fan of that but you know we're always here to update you guys on the weather so thank you for doing so and none of you live where we live yeah most of you (laughs) it's true but i've really been trying to bring down how much i talk about the weather but i guess it's just contagious yeah like they can't help too easy like there's not there's nothing else great icebreaker yeah (laughs) (laughs) almost as good as the six fingers from last show uh alex you tried to decrease talking about the weather but what are you going to talk about today? Uh, I'm going to talk about sports. That's, That's why right. I came here. That's what we'll talk about. And uh, I'm sports focused today. Let's go. Dialed in. Adam joining us lastly. He actually won't be here next episode for the fans at home. I know I know. That specifically the female fans are broken up about this, but right. Adam will not be here next Sunday. Yeah, unfortunately not. I'll be out of town, but uh, ride with my picks. We won't. I won't be here to celebrate with you guys, but ride with the picks. Okay. They'll work. Lots right. of Champions League action past couple of days. Looking nice. Mo Salah's too good. That's all I got to say. Okay. Interesting things. Yeah. And in the intro there. <laughs> so, uh, like Adam mentioned, we're going to be doing some picks later, like we always do on Wednesday. But uh, first, significant, significant trade rumors here to start episode 49. Uh, Deshaun Watson. It's been swirling. Now, as of recording, which is like 10 o'clock Eastern on Wednesday the 20th, He's still not been traded, but it sure seems like he's going to be traded to the Dolphins at some point in the near future. Now, teams, you know, Miami, not surprisingly, Houston has decided, hey, we're good without Tua, so Miami's got to reroute him somewhere else. Um, what team would be interested is, uh, well, in, it's got to <laughs> be an interesting situation. Um, but it's you got to mention with this, uh, there's obviously a legal side to this, but you know what? The NFL seems like they were going to let him play. Miami probably wouldn't trade for him if they didn't think that mm-hmm. that was possible. So I guess, you know, keep that in the back of your mind. But just talking from a football angle, what what do you what would you think Miami, they're one in five, they don't have their first round pick this year. Does this seem a little desperate to you to trade for this guy who hasn't stepped into action this year, hasn't been practicing? Does it seem like a bit of a grasp at straws for you? Yeah, I think it's a little uh, too little too late. Um, I mean, one and five, I mean, even if you win your next, uh, your next four, you're still only five and five with probably zero shot at making the playoffs. I feel like they should have made this move, uh, before the season, obviously, I guess there were clarity issues and stuff, but I remember like in week one and two, they were already getting the green light from their owner to go and trade for him. So, um, at this point, I don't know what other team could come in and swoop Watson, um so i i don't know it's one in five it's really tough but i still think you know watson's a very talented player one of the best uh qbs in the nfl and like you said they're probably confident with his legal situation that it wouldn't hinder his ability to play for the dolphins um but texas uh, the texans not wanting tua is also a little i mean he's not that bad <laughs> like geez i don't like <laughs> wait, you guys would rather have davis mills than tua i don't think i don't think tua is like that bad why? Like as an owner, I think I'd rather just get the draft pick, just lose. Like <laughs> two is not going to change your franchise. Yeah, I think that's probably right. I guess, yeah. Owen, what do you think of the Watson Miami situation here? Yeah, I, uh, I, I mean, as far as the the Dolphins go, I think they're 
definitely in, in like desperation mode here because I think there's some pressure before the season to be better than what they are now. And so I think they're trying to kind of salvage what the, the, the team they have and the roster they have and, and some of the defensive pieces, especially. But as far as Houston goes, I mean, I don't know how, I don't even think Tua, to me, Tua is in almost in a category with like a guy like a Davis Mills right now. I, re- I think he's a really poor quarterback. <laughs> and clearly, like in Miami, his team, he obviously didn't have support within the locker room. His teammates weren't, you know, didn't really like him. They, they leaked or they were, they, you know, spoke with reporters negatively about him. They didn't vote him captain. Um, and then, I mean, it, you just look at the demand for him around the league. Like I, I was reading today that there were sources that said that um, the Washington football team could have been involved in a deal with them. And they outright said, no, they didn't want to, or they had no interest in them and same with the Broncos. So I think, uh, I think that's going to be the hard part is finding a home for Tua. I think the Sean Watson part might be even the easier part of that trade in some ways. Yeah. In yeah. some, definitely yeah. in some. Yeah. In some. <laughs> Harder than others be... for sure. Yeah. <laughs> definitely i don't if you had a quarterback let's say uh i don't know give me in a give me a very below average quarterback here that was starting for you if, if you felt like you were three and three or two and four and you were getting like a c minus from your quarterback do you think you could get higher with tua you think you could get a good performance out of him or would you just not take the risk oh that's a good question i mean i think you can get higher with tua i just don't think it's worth giving up anything to get higher with tua i think you might as well just stick with what you have if you have like a Blair, like a like a Jared Goff, you know. If you have one That's of those, like example. I'd rather yeah. chill with that than give something up and get something like barely better, you know. Yeah, it's, it might not be worth the risk, but I, if you could take a flyer on him, like what's Denver doing? Denver we can't really get worse. Yeah. I mean, I, what's the football team doing? Can't really get worse. <laughs> like I, I don't know, but if they send him to the football team and just Fitzpatrick beat him out again, that would be pretty funny. So <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm nice. down to see that one as well. I mean, the football team though saying. Straight up, no. Like, I don't know. Heineke's also not yeah, that great. But You're not whatever. going to the Super I'd Bowl take a with Heineke. Heineke. Yeah. yeah. Interesting situation. Very fluid. But it, would it change, like, how you feel about the Dolphins at all? Like, obviously, well, yeah, it would obviously. morally. But, I mean, <laughs> like, this season, you think it would drastically no, yeah, impact? 100%. No, it wouldn't. They're one in five. They have bigger issues than the quarterback. Yeah. Like uh, their offense is is horrible. The defense can't stop anything. Brian, Brian Flores looks lost. I don't know. You know he hasn't played. When was the last time Watson played? I don't think end, he's played in like end a, of last year. And the last year, I don't think that matters. A long time. He was like, he was yeah. probably a top five quarterback last year, like borderline top five. Like he's not just some random guy. I know, but like, Houston wasn't amazing. great with him last year, and I almost feel like Dolph, the Miami's Houston roster. Was- Houston no. was way worse than Miami. I know, but they've had Hopkins <laughs> and everything, and they and they weren't that great. So, um, I don't know. I just don't think he changed that much with one in five. I, you guys are—they'd have to win like six, seven games in a row I think to be it competitive. Would, I think it would be possible. He's like one of the best in the league. I don't know. You're the tiebreaker hero, and you want to give your take. Yeah, I think I, I don't see him regressing a lot. I mean, he's still in the prime of his career, and he's proven that he's a top—I would say almost borderline like top three type of talent. Um, like if you look at what the Texans were able to do last year, that was with uh, a roster that we understand now to be one of the worst rosters in the NFL as far as talent goes. They don't have a lot of pieces, and he was able to carry them to what, like six wins, five, six wins, something like that. Or maybe was it? It might have even been more. I don't even remember. But uh, yeah, I think he's still got it, and I think he's a game changer. I think if you look at Miami, I mean, it's not like they're like skin and bones on that offense. Like Jalen Waddle has shown flashes. Gaskin has proven has shown in the past that he's you know, serviceable. Gesicki's all right. Um, <laughs> wow. Gaskin and Gesicki. <laughs> I mean, look, look, look. Rice it's and, not the, uh... <laughs> yeah, Dallas Clark. It's not the top. Yeah. Of, it's not the top of the, it's not the top of the barrel, but I think, you know, they'll win some games. I think there's obviously some systemic issues. Like the defense has obviously been below what everybody in the world expects them to, just like every other defense in the NFL for whatever reason this year. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, you're getting a top quarterback, so I think it'll make a difference. I don't know about playoffs this year, but, uh, you know, it, it's a, it's, he's a, he's a needle pusher for sure. Needle mover. Yeah. I I've, think, well, I, uh, I think honestly, the, the bigger debate is, I think obviously there's no debate about what he can do on the field, but is it worth the distraction and the PR nightmare you're going to take by doing this? I don't know that it is. I think it is. I think it's so rare to get a, such a good quarterback that it's worth trying. Well, I don't think it's up for you to decide. True. (laughs) 
And now we're going to move on. I think this is a good time to turn the page. <laughs> um, Cam Newton, he was doing the rounds on his own YouTube channel. Um, oh, yeah. Says he's vaccinated. Okay. Maybe missed the window there by like eight <laughs> weeks, but uh, not for me to decide again. Says he has some interest from teams. He's heard back from a couple. Said Seattle had called. Pete Carroll confirmed that they had uh, checked the tires. So here we stand. Week uh, seven, I think we're at. Week seven, am I right? You think he's on a team by week 15? Or do you think... Uh, it has to wait till next spring. It's a good question. Um, I think someone will get their starter injured and they'll sign him. So yeah, I think he's on a team. Owen, what do you think? I would say probably not at this point. I feel like it's one of those things where if he was going to get picked up, he already kind of would be. I mean, we the Browns are starting Case Keenum next week. I don't. I mean, obviously that's more short term, but but yeah, I think he. You know, ships kind of sailed on this season as far as I'm concerned with him. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd agree with Owen too because I kind of feel like Washington would have done that. But what's the point of signing him now? I almost feel like Fitzpatrick would be closer to returning in the next couple of weeks and then getting Cam involved. And then that'd be a kind of a mess. Not sure why Seattle hasn't picked him up by now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would have done that as well. And like you said, with the Browns and stuff. And then, you know, if you do get by, you know, week 14, 15, like what's the point of even picking him up? So, yeah, yeah I don't know. I don't, I don't think he, he'll play this year. Yeah, I think he's got a window in time, like right now, where he's got to get signed in the next three weeks if it's going to happen. So, mm-hmm. I mean, good for him. I, I like watching Cam Adams, the biggest fan, Cam fan I know. So I know you want to see him get signed. But... Yeah, he's exciting. I think I think everyone's a Cam fan. Uh, I don't know about everyone, but I think everyone likes watching him on the field. So especially when you're playing against him, you like watching him. <laughs> okay. So like like I think he would have been great on Washington. Like as soon as Fitzpatrick went down, I would have went with Cam over over Heineke. You think the Rivera connection and everything? Yeah. I, I at that point I would have, but I just Heineke pisses me off because I had high expectations for Washington, <laughs> and they're just oh. So annoying. Time to let it go. Yeah. The anchor's got to go. Um, I guess we could talk about basketball. We'll get back to picks in a second here, and we'll finish up some football talk. But uh, basketball's back. And, you know, we said we've had some mixed feelings. We've talked about this. It's well documented. But it's been nice. Today to have it on, yesterday to check in on mm. the scores, it was nice. And there's been other side stories coming on. So quickly, I'll sort of say we got the crumb bum situation, which we've beaten a dead horse here. I don't know what I can say anymore. If you have anything to say, you guys go ahead and say it. But I'm personally checking out of the crumb bum situation until there's <laughs> trade. Um, we had the DeAndre Ayton thing in Phoenix where he didn't get an extension. We had the New Look Lakers last night with Westbrook. Westbrook, not looking so hot. Uh, you could talk about that. Any of the games you saw today, anything you feel about basketball these first couple of days, you go ahead and say it because uh, open floor here because NBA is back and uh, take it however you want it if you have any t- thoughts. There I got, I got something I want to say yeah. here. Yeah, Shoot, buddy. Um, I want to give myself a little bit of a, a pat on the back here. I guess for everybody in this podcast, um, Russell Westbrook. I don't, I don't know what people are expecting. I know what I was expecting, and I know what I think people in this room were expecting. Um, and you know what? I think last night was a pretty good display of of what, that expectation, because Westbrook is what he thought we was that he was. He is what he th- what we thought he was. There we go. Little Dennis Green. Yeah, yeah. little Dennis. Yeah, Green. I don't want to say that two people in this room might have bet on Westbrook doing well last night but it might have happened okay don't talk about that right now that's a bigger (laughs) fish to fry situation but owen i actually disagree with you on this because alex i know agrees with you that he thinks westbrook is is not it but Mm -hmm. i think to be honest the fact that he took 12 shots and i know he didn't play a good game but i and i know the both the guys i mean what i mean you can tell me what else they're gonna say davis and lebron they stuck up from after the game but what i'm gonna say is the fact that he took 12 shots and the fact that he was okay taking a back seat to those two me, uh, to me, it means LeBron must have sat this guy down when they traded for him and said, you can't play the way that you have played if you want to win, and you have to accept a new role. And you know what? If he struggles in his first game in however many games he's played, 800 NBA games, trying to play a backseat to these guys and pick his spots, then I think they're fine with that. They just want him to be right come April. I think that the fact that he's willing to take a backseat to those two when they're on the court is actually promising. 
That's what I would say. But I mean, sure, he could be willing sure. to take a back seat. I just don't think he's an efficient type of player that out of 12 shots can go eight for 12, nine for 12. That's that's the only issue with me because in Oklahoma, it was always over 20 shots a game in Houston. I think he needs a, a high shot volume to, yeah. to, to be successful. He looked out of place. Now, I don't know. I'm I'm curious to see how they fit him in, but like, you know, he was running around yesterday. Like you said, LeBron and Davis are going to take those shots. Him as a third option. He's never been a third option before. He's like 32, 33. Like, you know, changing his game at this age now and style would that's a I, I feel like a tall task to ask. And um and I, I'm personally not confident with him like Owen. Yeah, I agree. And I think part of the reason, like I agree with you, Phil. I think it was in some ways nice to see him kind of take a back seat because that's not something we've seen from him. And that's something you'll probably have to do. But at the same time, I mean, he's he's not a threat to spot up and, and, and take shots, you know, off off the catch. And the, one of the issues the Lakers had yesterday was they, they weren't able to really get to the rim a lot. I mean, I think LeBron out of the you know 30 whatever points he had, I think only two of his points were at the rim. So he struggled to get up there. I think part of that is because um, Russell Westbrook's defender was able to be in the lane and play help defense um, so often just because Russ isn't really a threat to do anything on the perimeter when he doesn't have the ball in his hands and he's not, you know, taking it to the hoop. So I don't know what his value is even as a in the backseat role that he hopefully will have. So, you know what? I, I like Russ. I don't dislike him, but I think in his current state, I'm not sure how productive he's going to be with that team. And I think he does yeah. more harm than he does good in my opinion. And I think that's reflected by his plus minus. So, Yeah, he was minus 22 last night, and the other two were uh, in the pluses. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. It's going to be an interesting side, well, side story to watch there. But I thought the rest of the Lakers, honestly, I thought looked good. I mean, I know they're all healthy, and that's probably the only time that's going to happen. And even then, Ariza and Ellington were out. But, yeah. you know, I, I thought the chemistry of the team looked fine, and Monk and uh, Nunn were looking okay as well, so. LeBron impressed me. Surprise! Yeah, I was like, maybe this is the year, and he was doing the LeBron toe, where he just turns around and drains it. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. Six with the headband looks good. He's kind of yeah. like a real Miami day. Loved it, loved it. It was a nice throwback. Yeah. So shout out to that. Uh, Bucks beat the Nets. Not really much you can say there. It's just yeah. one game out of 82. But I thought that Westbrook thing was interesting. Anybody with any take on Crumb Bump? Or are we we good there? Like I don't think I can talk about it anymore. I, I'd like to talk about the Aiden situation though. Okay. I just kind of want to get you. What do you boys think about that? Well, Owen, you have Crumbum first, and then you have or, Aiden. Okay. No, I'm I'm with you boys. I've I've maybe been banging this drum louder than anybody. I am anti Crumbum, <laughs> um, but I don't really have anything to add at this point. What's been said has been said. Like this guy's a diva. That's all. I like, we say. literally talk about him every week. I yeah. We're not even calling him by name anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It's over. You're crumb bum. <laughs> yeah. All right. What do you have about Aiton? Well, I just think like Robert Sarver is just being. Uh, but he's not. Yeah, he's not giving up the change. If if you're unaware, I should have maybe mentioned this yeah. at the start. But Aiton, uh, Phoenix. It was the last. It was the deadline to get your ex- rookie extension if you were drafted in 2018. Phoenix did not make quote serious offers. Was I think the lingo they described it as to Aiton. They did extend Mikhail Bridges. They did extend Landry Shamit. They obviously gave the bankroll to Chris Paul this summer. They've given the bankroll to Devin Booker in the past. Seemed like they were going to probably do the same with Aiton and then not to be. He did not speak to the media the last two days. Kind of a tense situation there. He's going to be a restricted free agent next summer. Now he can't sign an extension anymore, but I mean, you think uh, it's on the owner there? I think it's on the owner. I think it's a little, you know, disrespectful, especially when Shamit's getting like 40 mil. And I think they overpaid a little bit for Chris Paul. Like, I mean, Chris Paul is a great player, but he's he's so high up there in age. And I think you're trying to build build towards the future. You're trying to keep Aiden. Um, I think he, he had a tremendous season last year. And I think he was a really big part of, of the Phoenix Suns success. Um, so Paul signed like a four year, I think. I think yeah. two of those are guaranteed. And then it gets uh, tricky after that. But I just, I don't, I don't get the fact that they didn't make a serious offer to Aiton. Yeah, you'd think after I, he was arguably their best player leading up to the finals. I know he wasn't good in the finals, but he had to guard Giannis. That's what I'm saying. He was one of their best players, and then to not make a serious offer to him, and then you're out here giving 40 mil to Landry Shamit. The Bridges thing I'm fine with. I think Bridges is a great player, but you're giving all that money to Shamit. I think they overpaid for Chris Paul a little bit. Honestly, Aiton would have been a higher priority to me um, to probably get done over over Chris Paul. I just think that contract was way too high for me. But I, Robert Sarver just being a... Uh, not not yeah, giving it up. No. 
I, I, I can agree with that. I think that Aiden would have been a priority for me as well, considering the timeline of the team. Mm-hmm. Owen, you have any disagreements there? No, no, no. I think you guys hit the nail on the head. Like, the, uh, you know, I think with the crumbump situation, I think that really highlights the importance of, you know, making sure that your stars are happy and that you're kind of the relationship is solid. And with a guy like that, it did seem disrespectful to me. The fact that they're giving Shamit the bag, like whatever it was, like forty million over whatever, yeah, three you know, years, many years, but three years, yeah, something like that. So it, it seemed like it was disrespectful, especially for a guy of his caliber. It's to me, it's not really a tough decision. Like you just a guy like that, a talent like that, who's shown improvement year over year. I think you just it's almost a no brainer. And I, I saw also like a, a report from um, one of the other GMs in the NBA, and he he was like stunned by it. He was he was saying it was like a, it was crazy to him which I think it is for yeah. most people. It just, it's kind of baffling to me. Yeah. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm fully agreeing with you. I think uh, there's some good news out of this though. Uh, there's a certain team that plays in uh, Southwest Texas. that's going to have oh, $50 million in cap space next summer. Uh-huh. That guy <laughs> would look pretty good in some silver and some black. That's all I'll say. Um, I think that can do for basketball. I had Marvin Bagley written down, but to be honest, don't care about Marvin Bagley enough to talk about him. So you know what? You're not getting talked about today. Let's talk football again. It's time. Week seven, best bets. We are here. Now, last week, we do our picks every Wednesday night on this show, and we bring them to you Thursday morning. We did this with the hopes that we were going to make you some money this season. To say that has been a failure, to say that that has been a miscalculation on our parts would be an understatement. At this point, the best record in this room is me, and I'm exactly 500. I'm 18 and 18. That's me, not you. Oh, that's you. I'm 17 and 19. <laughs> Alex is also 17 and 19. Owen, I mean, you're 14 and 12 or 22 right now. You might as well not even be on the show at this point if you start to <laughs> don't pick it up right now. So pressure's yeah. on. You're in the Urban yeah. Meyer hot seat right now, buddy. Can we talk about yeah. last week's records too? Yes, we can. Adam was three and three, Let's lost go. your lock. Or no, you did win your lock. <laughs> won my lock. You picked Dallas to win. You should have lost that though. Yeah, um, absolutely. No, should've you should have yeah, lost. Yeah, you should have. Okay, yes, you should have. Three and three. I had the second best record and I was one and five. That's how bad it got last week. My lock was Kansas City. Thank you, Mahomes. You got me back on the streak. That's good. I'm still three and three on my locks. Adam is also three and three in his locks. I should have mentioned. Now, Owen was one and five. I mean, he picked the bank or he picked the Baltimore Ravens. That was his only correct pick. His lock was the Browns. They got smashed to pieces. Um, how are you feeling this week? Hot seat? <sighs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I really pride myself on my ability to make the fans money. I know there's a lot of people that count on me and wait on my picks every week. And you know, I've lost, I've, you know, a lot of mortgages have been taken out, a lot of homes have been sold. So I feel do feel guilty, but at the same time, that's kind of how it goes. And uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I've, I think I've got the monkey off my back here. I'm ready to go. You kind of have to go down to the depths so you can get up to where you want to be. That's what I'll say. Well, there's no place to go but up. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah, my my favorite Owen quote from last week was, take the mortgage out, bet it on the Browns. So what are you going to do now that people don't have a mortgage to take out? <laughs> so where are they going to get their money for this week? Like, take your, go to your mom, go to your grandmother, and then yeah. get some get some money from her. Yeah, get her the retirement money. Yeah. Nice, getting the pension. <laughs> yeah. Now, Alex, you were promptly last in this segment because... Uh, First of all, your lock wasn't close. You had the Texans plus yeah. nine and a half. Yeah. That was a that was a mistake. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you went a clean 0 and six. Yeah. In all picks. Impressive. Yeah. I think I think out of all of us, I think I had the most impressive week. So I can take that award home. You kind of did have the most That's impressive the most week. impressive week. So officially no money made. Um <laughs> but you know what? It happens. I'm kind of like the Eagles, like I said, you know. If if you're following the trend, I'm gonna have a really good week this week. Because nice. if I have my bad week this week, next True. week will be great. You are a zigzagger. I'm a very big zigzagger, and that's why I'm almost 500. So uh, really, <laughs> tune in to to this to my picks this week. All right, that's high expectations. Now six teams are hitting the buy this week. This is in order of how good they are to how bad they are. So I made this little list. Let's hear this. Um, the Bills, the Chargers, the Steelers, the Vikings, the Jaguars, and the Cowboys. All right. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, just in order of good to bad there. But you know what, you do it anyway. But seriously, that's like kind of tough. Three like the best nine teams in the NFL are uh, not playing. Yeah. 
kind yeah. of kind of brutal. Buffalo, Pittsburgh, and yeah, the Chargers. Yeah, That's I feel bad nice. for all you fantasy guys struggling this week. Oh. I feel you. Trust me, I feel you. Trust me, I do too. I'm Prayers not up. starting a flex this week. So. Quick tip: Don't draft five players from the same team. <laughs> Because if you didn't know, they actually have the same bye week. They don't have different bye weeks. Yeah. Unlucky. Unforeseen circumstances yeah. there. No way you can plan for that sometimes. Now, before we pick these games, I just got to say, um, if your family or your significant other have been upset with you and they say, you don't spend any time with me on Sunday, you don't get off of the couch on Sunday, you don't hang out with me on Sunday, um, this is your week and now's your chance because these games stink out loud. If you have that situation get out do whatever you got to do pick the apples off the tree i i I don't know carve a pumpkin yeah get the halloween Mm. decorations up you gotta Mm. if you have a deed to do do it this sunday and then you can play the i hung out with you two sundays ago card (laughs) yeah just bangers in two weeks just keep pulling that one out because like you it took me forever to find my lock of the week and i kept scrolling up and down and up and down hoping that like a random new matchup would show up that i didn't see so yeah, like you said, these are these aren't this is my favorite week for sure. Yes. Yeah. The greatest hits this week are the Falcons and the Dolphins. Could have sworn they played already. I yeah. <laughs> this is news to me that they're going at it again. Uh the Panthers <laughs> and the Giants. I'm not watching that. That's <laughs> that, that is so far off the TV. So again, if uh your important people in your life need a Sunday, spend it with them this Sunday. That's all I gotta say. Oh, and is that gonna be you? I feel like it might be you. No, dude, I'm watching every game. I'll be there 11 a.m. Out of boy on Red Zone, um, and yeah, I'll be I'll be doing what I do every Sunday. Me and Red Zone, we we have a tight relationship, and she always needs my time. So, not really any days off. <laughs> no days man. off. Yeah. yeah, no days off. Got to stay on yeah. the grind. Thursday night football game is tonight. Uh, two hospital bed teams right here: the Denver Broncos at the Cleveland Browns. Neither of these teams are even close to healthy. I thought the Browns were banged up, and then I looked at the Broncos' practice list, and I thought, oh, doggy, yeah. this is looking rough. <laughs> so it's going to be an interesting game. In Cleveland, the line shot down today to Browns minus two because Baker Mayfield is out. Baker Mayfield is out. I repeat, for those at home, that means Case Keenum is in the lineup. Downgrade, Owen, is it? Yeah, uh, you asked me a week ago, I would have said yes, but now... Uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out tonight. That's the important part. Um, Browns could have used a bye, to be honest with you, with all these injuries. No Hunt, no Chubb. No, uh, worst no worst week to have a Thursday night no game. Conklin. Yeah, exactly. Same yeah. with Denver, with Bridgewater sort of hobbled, as Owen just mentioned. But the line is minus two for the uh, Cleveland Browns. Alex, what are you picking here? I'm going to take the Browns here. Um, okay. So I like, I like Case Keenum, little revenge game. Right, because mm-hmm. he signed that big contract with the Broncos, and like Owen said, um, I still feel like Case Keenum's got something left. I think he can step in there and uh, have a good game. Uh, obviously, Baker's their starter, but I don't think Case Keenum's that big of a drop off. Honestly, um, I think they're going to give it to Dernis Johnson. Um, he's going to run the ball like crazy with uh, Chubb and uh, Hunt. Hunt out. Um, still have OBJ. Is Jarvis Landry back? I don't believe so. No. I don't even know if OBJ's in. OBJ yeah. is going to be hurt too. Okay. He's also hurt. That's also yeah. tough. But um, <laughs> I still feel like the Browns can pull it out at home. Um, Stefanski's going to coach the boys up well. And mm. I feel like the Broncos are a team that can uh, less afford to be injured. Or True. did I say that right? I, yeah, I, less I, afford to be injured than the Browns because I feel like the Browns are more talented. I feel like still. you're like seventy percent right, but I caught your drift. So yeah, okay. what I'm saying. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna take the Browns here minus two. Okay, Owen, what are you taking in this matchup? <clears throat> yeah, uh, I almost locked this one in, but I didn't because I'm staying away from the <laughs> primetime games. <laughs> uh, but I'm going with Denver here. And let me just run through some of the injuries here on the Cleveland side of the ball here for the fans. We got, obviously, Baker out. J.C. Treader out. Jack Conklin out. Whoever their other tackle is or their other – one of their other offensive linemen out. OBJ Wills. out. Lounge, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. He's out. Landry's out. OBJ's out. And then I don't know if I said Chubb and Hunt, but they're out and Clowney's out. So, like, that's a lot, a lot of their good players. Mm-hmm. Almost all their good players. So <laughs> – so mm-hmm. what we're going to have a lot of whatever the running back you said was, Alex, I never heard of that guy in my life. We're going to see a lot of him. Don't worry. I spent a fortune on yeah. him on uh, fantasy. He's going to be good. Yeah. Yo, everyone will running. learn his name. Don't worry. Yeah. And he's going to be running between who knows who. He's going to be running between two backup tackles. So 
I don't know how that's going to go. We'll wish him luck, I guess. And then we're going to get on the other side, we're going to get, or I guess not on the other side, but on the other, like on, on the passing side of things, we're going to get the, uh, I guess, Case Keenum to Donovan Peoples-Jones connection because Njoku's also hurt. So, oh my goodness. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I really, like Case Keenum, um, Case Keenum, he's, oof, he's had some moments for sure. But I'm not as big of a believer in him as Alex is. I'll say that. I think, uh, yeah, whatever he did have at some point, even if he has a little bit left, we're not starting with a lot there. So, okay. Um, for that reason, I'll take uh, I'll take Denver. I don't even they could start Drew Locke, and I'd still take him here. Unfortunately, wow. yeah, that's high praise. That was a long yeah. walk for a short drink of water. In that <laughs> uh, Adam, what are you picking here? Okay, I was back and forth on this game, but I'm going to take the Browns. Uh, my main reasoning here is Owen picked the Broncos. Mm. <laughs> kind of a joke, but kind of serious, to be honest. <laughs> um, <laughs> and injuries on both sides are going to ruin them, but I think the fact that Teddy's going to try to play while injured, I don't like that. I would rather you just start lock. Like, I don't want a hobbled-up quarterback. I'd rather just have a healthy one. So Case Keenum, not even a downgrade. Maybe an upgrade, in my opinion, so I'm going to take the Browns. Okay. And I'm going to make it a split room because I'm taking Denver. Owen, as you mentioned, Cleveland is missing every good player with the exception (laughs) of Baker. Um, And uh, you know what? Denver, like, they could really use a win. They're on three straight (laughs) losses. And I'm maybe applying the logic that they were maybe getting a little look ahead. They were like, oh, the Raiders are in disarray. Like, don't worry about the Raiders. We're at home. We got this. Let's worry about the Browns a little bit. And, uh, you know, they did a little jump ahead. So I'm going to take the uh, Broncos plus two. And it makes it a split room. So that works out nicely for me. Sunday morning. Probably the game of the day, sadly. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals at Baltimore Ravens. This line is Ravens minus six and a half. Um, I said on this show last week that Buffalo might have a hangover week after beating Kansas City. And then they lost to Tennessee. Notice how I said that that might happen. And I still picked Buffalo. So that was a mistake. This week, I will not make that mistake again. Baltimore might have a hangover after beating the Chargers. Hangover game alert. I'm gonna I'm gonna say an alert mm, right now. Okay. Potential hangover game. And I'm gonna join the Bengals bandwagon this week for the first time ever. So well, not the first time ever, but you know what? First time in a long time. So first time, long time. Bengals bandwagon plus six and a half on the road. I'm taking it. What do you like, Alex? I'm gonna go with the Bengals here too. Um, I think they're a very hot team right now. Um, I love how they're playing, and it just strikes me as a game where it's, you know, oh, the Ravens, are they the best in the AFC? Boom, they lost to the Bengals. You know, and are the that Bengals strikes the best me as, in the AFC. And are the Bengals the best in the AFC? Um, so just, I don't know, man. Baltimore, I get it. Like, you know, Lamar's been playing out of his mind and stuff, but I just I just still I still have a weird feeling about them, and I, and I think uh, the Bengals could honestly pull one out here. So I'm going to go with the Bengals. I like it. Adam, what do you like here? Uh, I'm going to go with the Ravens here. I just think that it wasn't an illusion. It's not a hangover week. The Ravens are going to let us all know that they're for real. They're going to go for a second blowout in a row, and it's going to happen this week. Let's go. Blowout. Yep. That's, mm. that's, I, I well, can... blowout, I'm, they win by like, they're going to win by 10. A touchdown. Yeah. Maybe a garbage a time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a blowout to me. Owen, what do you like here? Um, I was going to switch my pick to Baltimore after hearing two straight Cincinnatis, but uh, Ryan or uh, but Adam kind of, you know, he kind of he quelled my fears a little bit. So I'm going to go with uh, Cincinnati here. Let's go. Um, I think that uh, when you look at their team overall, I think their roster, their roster is solid, but they've they've kind of played above even above the, their abilities, above the roster they have. Um, and I think. Honestly, up until this point, they've been one of the most impressive teams in the AFC. So, uh, you know, they they took the Packers to the brink there. They um, and then they beat up on the Lions last week. So, I like Cincinnati to keep it close here. Okay, this, I like yeah. that. This is going to add to the banana stat of being three and one against you three on the podcast. So, when you probably the be of the three of us, he's 3 and 1. Yep. He's got the most mm-hmm. fake propaganda stats going that's in the That's the realest stat. Go run the yeah. tape back. That's it's a stat that, stat. you know, if you pick the Bengals now you're shivering. Yeah. You're so exactly. scared. Change you're your picks so everybody. Scared. Yeah. 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 So fear like Owen. Yeah. Um, uh Sunday morning again. Now I usually like to pick a Sunday afternoon that we all pick to give you guys something to look forward to in the afternoon. 
there's nothing to look forward to this, this Sunday afternoon. The games are just garb. So you know what? Kansas City at Tennessee. Chiefs minus four and a half on the road. Tennessee coming off that big win on Monday night football. Owen, why don't you lead us off here? What do you like in this one? Tennessee at home getting four and a half. What do you think? Uh, see, this is a really tough one. I would honestly, this is the one I would probably stay away with if I were going to bet it. But uh, I'm going to go with Kansas City here. Um, and I don't have a super strong reason why. <laughs> <laughs> You're killing but, the analysis today, bud. <laughs> but Mahomes played, you know, he put up a lot of points last week. So Fact. I think he'll probably put some more, a lot of points up this week too. Nice. Let's go. Mahomes? <laughs> Good. Thank <laughs> you, news. Adam, what do you like here? Phil, do you have stats on this game? I actually do, but I would like to save them till yeah. the end. Yeah. I want to hear you. No, 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 no. You're going to go because yeah. Phil's going to influence you. Yeah. That's the point because this is a toss up. Um, Fine. I'll go to the Chiefs. I, yeah, a bit of a short week for Tennessee. Derrick Henry doesn't really get tired or hurt or anything, but let's say he runs the ball a little less and the Chiefs win the game. Derrick Henry actually might be one of like the greatest football players to ever live. Yeah, no, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, maybe yeah. he's insane. I, I've never seen anything quite like it in my life. Yeah, and I think Adam's kind of rude of me and Owen to say that Saquon was the best running back we've ever seen when he did no, it for like better. three weeks. That was yeah, no yeah. Henry's better. But Adam, you so so just to get your take straight here, you think they're gonna go up against a team that's been giving up like seven yards of play and, and has been ripped by every running back in the league and they're going to just say, you know what, Derek, you take a, a week off here? Or is that your, just to clarify for the viewers at home? Yo. Just get your statement straight here. Is that what you're Yeah, doing? I don't know how to answer that. Yeah, okay. you to keep, All right. or not, you're not countering those allegations. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. I'm going to give you my stats now. I took Kansas City as a lock last week because uh, I needed a win and I am very grateful for that victory. Um, both teams' defense, not really what you could describe as good, you know, but the over-under is 56 and a half here. And in my digging, I like the over because in the last 10 Kansas City-Tennessee matchups dating back to 2004, um, the overs have happened eight out of 10 times. So, you know, a lot of history with the overs in these two jerseys dating back to 2004. So mm. uh, as for the game, though, I really don't know. So I'm going to pick Tennessee because why not? Hmm. That was yeah. that was your stat for the game, just yeah, the over. I, I, that's why I wanted you to go. So that I didn't knew, even influence my. Okay. Yeah, I knew I would let you down. Good. So. Um, I'm gonna go with the Chiefs here because the Titans just strike me as a team that can't do too many good things in a row. Um, the fact like I can't register in my brain that they're gonna beat the Bills and the Chiefs in back to back weeks. Um, I in think six that's days. in yeah in six days. I think that's insane <laughs> to me. And the Chiefs, honestly, they can't afford to lose again. Like they need to string some wins here in a row. So I think they're going to build off their momentum, um, you know, coming off Washington, um, come in here to to in Tennessee, and Tennessee celebrated like they uh, like they won the Super Bowl there. I, I missed mean, the game, so I mean, holy smokes! Me. I get they beat the Bills and everything, but wow, that was uh, quite the celebration there. And I think Mahomes, you're going to have a mo- uh, motivated Mahomes brother getting a lot of hate, uh, his mom and all that. So I think he's going to absolutely light it up against uh, Tennessee. So I'm going to take the Chiefs here. That was the best reasoning. I wish I heard that because I would have picked the Chiefs because I didn't know who to pick in this game. So, <laughs> my bad. Uh, Sunday night football. This one might be a nap through the first half. Indianapolis at San Francisco. Um, Niners off a bye. They're at home. Minus three and a half. Colts fresh off dousing the Texans and uh, ruining Alex's lock of the week. Yeah. Now, I went back and forth in this. I tossed and turned on this, but no, I got didn't. more stats. Yeah, that's yep. right. I'm coming back with the stats today. If anyone knows Phil, we all know exactly what his pick is going to be. What do you think my pick's going to be? Phil's going to go Cal Shanahan off a of bye versus Carson Wentz. I'm picking the Niners. That's what Phil's going to say. What's gonna sure. Owen, do you think that's what's going to happen? Do I think you're going to pick the Niners? Yeah. Um. No, I don't. I think you're going to take the uh, the Colts. Okay, Owen's guy. right. <laughs> Owen's right. Yes. Owen was the only one to be right here. Now the Niners under Kyle Shanahan, five and fourteen as a home favorite. I know you're thinking he's off a bye. What are you talking about? He's not that good off a bye. I did the numbers against the spread. He's really not that good off a bye. What's the number? I didn't write it down. But it's probably it, like 500. It, no, it was under 500. It wasn't oh. that good. Niners quarterback situation kind of up in the air. Trey Lance is out, but definitely. Jimmy Garoppolo, he looks like he's going to play, but I mean, are we that convinced by Jimmy Garoppolo? And yes. 
the Colts have the best run defense in the NFL right now. So yeah. you know it's going to have to be Jimmy G that's beating them. That's not a situation I want to be in as a football picker of games. And uh, I don't necessarily want to pick Carson Wentz because, ew, but uh, I, I'm going to have to do it. So I'm going to take the Colts on the road plus three and a half. Owen, what do you like on Sunday night? Yeah, I'm taking the Colts too. And this one was pretty, I did not do any tossing, nor did I do any turning on this one. I like the Colts. I like the way Jonathan Taylor has been coming on. I like the way Carson Wentz has been proving the haters wrong, myself included. Uh, he's thrown the ball really nicely. He's been uh, he's been a pleasant surprise, and I think this team has kind of shown us a little bit more of what they really could have been at the start of the year. And then on the other side of the ball, San Francisco has been a disappointment all around. I think uh, I'm not a huge believer in Jimmy Garoppolo, um, and just generally speaking, I don't know if this team is uh, is as good as we thought they were. I think all around, I think they just might be a mediocre football team at the all when it's all said and done. So I like in in uh, Indianapolis here, um, and I think I like them to win outright. So I'm taking them. Okay, upset yeah. alert. Um, I'm gonna go with the 49ers here. Um, just don't love the Colts. I, I'm very aware. <laughs> I don't love the Colts. I think the 49ers, um, looking back here, they've played some close games. They only lost by two to the Packers. They lost by a touchdown to the Cardinals. So, you know, those are some pretty good teams. Um, I, I have seen some improvements from the Colts here recently, but I'm going to just have to go with the 49ers. I personally like Jimmy G more than Trey Lance in the pocket. Um, playing at home, and uh, I just I just can't trust Carson Wentz at all. So I think uh, I think Kyle Shanahan's going to cook something up here here good. So um, all the people that were saying you know the 49ers uh, are going to go to the Super Bowl, I'm counting on you here. Just say Phil. Just say Phil. Phil. So uh, I'm hoping for that kind of a performance tonight, where we're saying tonight. is San Francisco or tonight or whenever Sunday. The Sunday. See, um, you know, are, is is uh, San Francisco legit? So I'm going to go with the 49ers. Adam, you can make it a split room if you take Kyle Shanahan against Carson Wentz yeah and I'm making it a split room um I'm gonna take the better coach in my opinion and the better quarterback in my opinion Phil's run defense that kind of scared Whoa. me but when you think about okay oh I anyway. thought you're gonna take I thought you're gonna take the Colts there my bad my bad <laughs> keep going keep going <laughs> I just got you just caught me off guard keep going yeah, yeah. um <laughs> Phil's run defense that kind of scared me but um, when you think about it, I think the way the Niners run the ball isn't like every other team. They don't really pound it up the middle. They just run like random pitches and random draws that make no sense. So maybe that's like so unorthodox that a good run defense won't really mean much. <laughs> I, that's actually good reasoning. I like Yeah, that. that's okay. Um, Brandon Ayuk off a of bye. Oh, okay. uh, you're done. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, Monday night football. <laughs> New Orleans Saints at Seattle Seahawks. Man, we got stinkers this week. Yeah. We, we really got jobbed. Saints off a bye going into the Hawks' nest. Seattle did not exactly look like world beaters the last time we saw them against Pittsburgh. And uh, they're getting four and a half points at home. Listen, Saints, I'm coming with the stats again. 11-6 and six with off a bye with Sean Payton. I understand that. But they're going into Seattle here. Pete Carroll, after his team loses... 45 and 19. That's the best in the NFL since 2010. Give me Seattle here in the points. They're at home. They get the extra day's rest. They're motivated. They're in the building listening. Yes, I'm aware I just picked Geno Smith. Am I happy about it? No, but maybe bad Jameis shows up and I take this one. So I'm going to take Seattle. Seattle extra day's rest? Yeah, they played Sunday night. Now they play Monday. But New Orleans, though. Is that off a bye? More uh, rest. I've been had. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to make you look bad there. I was just confused myself. Oh, my um, so uh did you even tell me to go no go i ahead. know but you're, go. you're going you're going in. yeah um so i'm gonna go with the saints here Let's go. um and looking back technically the packers game was a home game I'm, I'm gonna consider that away they have only lost one away game so i like them away i like them at away i think uh at away, I, at away. yeah Keep going. love that <laughs> love that uh geno smith gives me no confidence honestly could be a close game but geno smith just blows it at the end he blew it uh, against the Rams late, blew it against the Steelers late. So any confidence I have in him late in the game is non-existent. Um, and I think the, you know, Sean Payton's going to have the, the Saints ready to play. Relatively healthy, Kamara, Winston. Um, so I, I, I like the Saints here. Owen, what do you think? Yeah, I, uh, I agree with Alex. I think uh, I like New Orleans here. I think this is, um, it's time for the pendulum to swing for a good um, Jameis game this week. 
So I think he'll probably have like five or six touchdowns um, over like 300 yards. So yeah, uh, yeah, he'll pick apart Seattle. Their defense is pretty bad. Um, and then Seattle, like you guys already said, Geno Smith is not impressive. And uh, although he, you know, the Steelers really tried their best to make that game look competitive. Um, I think That's New Orleans is a bit is a yeah, New Orleans is a cut above uh, the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. So I like New Orleans in this game to uh, to. To, to win and cover. Adam, what do you think? Um, I like the Saints and I like them for a couple of reasons. I'm going to avoid the word classic here, but I'm just, <laughs> I like the Saints for a couple of reasons. First of all, starting Jameis Winston to my fantasy leagues. Second of all, Sean Payne oh, off geez. a bye and Jameis Winston, no staff for him off a bye, but I can just imagine Sean Payne sitting there with Jameis Winston. Like we're playing the Seattle defense. They're terrible. They're not going to trick you. Just do your thing. You're going to throw for 400 yards. And he's like, I'm going to do it. So I just think I just think Seattle's defense isn't good enough to make Jameis Winston have a bad Jameis Winston game. So it's going to be a good Jameis Winston game. So I'm yeah. taking the same. For the fans who don't know, Adam flew to New Orleans, broke into the practice facility, <laughs> and overheard that conversation yeah. between Sean Payton and Jameis Winston. He said, look, just throw for 400 yards. It's not that hard. So, yeah. Breaking news for everybody. Urban Mayor Take might have influenced that. Yes. Just saying. A little more rush yards. A little more rush yards, but yeah. (laughs) All right. It's time for lock of the week. Best bet of the week. Owen, do you want to go first, buddy? Because you really need this one. Yeah, I really do. I really do. (laughs) So this week, I'm taking the Las Vegas Raiders minus two and a half at home as my lock of the week. Who are they playing? Um, They're playing the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay. Yeah, Philadelphia Eagles. And I like them for a couple reasons. I think they really were impressive last week uh, against a pretty solid defense. I think we all can all agree Denver is pretty decent. Mm-hmm. And they play in like a, like a very united group right now. They're, they're you know, they, they were impressive last week with their new coach, whatever his name is. I don't even remember. Rich so, Misachi. you know, Alex yeah, Misachi. Name. I did. I yeah. did my homework. So maybe, I think maybe they've turned a corner here. They're kind of rallying around each other and uh Derek Carr kind of had a bit of a resurgence he had a good game Max Crosby's playing like one of the best defensive players in football I just think you know what they kind of get back on track even more back on track this game and and dispatch a Philadelphia who hasn't looked particularly impressive all right I can get down with that who wants to go next best pick of the week by the way the line on that game is three now but if you want to be nice to Owen you can make it two and a half I'll give you two and a half because you need all the help you can get right now (laughs) thank you thank you that's my gift to you what do you like, Alex? Um, so for this week, um, obviously not a lot of great games. And like I said, I spent forever trying to find my lock of the week. <laughs> but I eventually settled on um, the Panthers minus three against the Giants. Okay. Um, so they've lost three in a row. Um, they need to win one. Um, Daniel Jones is good when you need to win one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good going up against Daniel Jones and Devontae Booker. Um, I like the Panthers' chances. I think they'd have a really, you know, focused uh, practice week. Matt Rule's pissed. Like, he's been ripping the boys in the media, ripping Sam Darnold. So I need a big Sam Darnold game, and I think that's what I'm going to get. And the Panthers, um, they beat bad teams, and they lose to good teams. Giants are not a good team. So they should beat the Giants. And minus three, that's not a lot. So I like like the Panthers here to cover. It's a freebie. I like your deductive reasoning there. And Stefan Gilmore might play. I think he's been practicing. So that's another plus. Okay. Okay. Adam, what do you think? Lock of the week. All right. Um, I was debating between two. Well, you need to pick one. I know. (laughs) (laughs) One of the ones I was going to pick was the Giants, but I don't want to go against my boy Alex, but that's a terrible pick in my opinion. Oh, okay. Anyway. Well, then you should pick the Giants. Then pick the Giants. Pick yeah. the Giants. Let's do it. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, one of us week. has to be right. Adam the picks the Giants. Pick the Giants. Lock, my lock of the week no. is no, the Falcons. No, 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 no. It's the Giants. I'm picking You're the Falcons right. minus two and a half. My pick is terrible. So Matt Ryan off a bye. No, no, no. No stats. Probably great. The situation in Miami is terrible. I'm taking the Falcons minus two and a half. Look, you can yeah, give whatever help. reasoning you want, but you're not here on Sunday, and you said you like the Giants, so you're locking the Giants. No, I'm not locking it. I'm locking the Falcons. It doesn't matter. It's you're not scamming one. me like that. I'm not getting scammed like that. I'll drop a $20 bet on the Falcons right now. Cool. <laughs> like, that's going to change our mind. 
Okay, Giants lock lock of the week. Going against Alex. Crazy pick there. Um, My pick, I said on this last episode that I'm swearing (laughs) off the Lions. Uh, That's exactly what I'm going to do right now. They're on the road this week. They're getting 15 and a half. I see no reason why I should take them. First impression, when you see that line, oh, that's a lot of points. Second impression, oh, yeah, it's the Lions. The Lions stink out loud. Um, They're going to Los Angeles to take on the Rams. The Rams only watch Jared Goff in practice for the last four years every day. Uh, You think they're going to make life hard for him? Yeah. Matt Stafford wants to beat his former team that like kind of ruined his career. Yeah. Rams are going to roll. This one's not close. Give me the Rams. And I do feel bad because I like Dan Campbell, but I'm swearing them off. I can't be tricked in. You're not pulling on my heartstrings anymore, Detroit. I'm taking the Rams. Lock them in. Book it. So there we go. Mm -hmm. Owen, you locked in. Explain your life. I locked in Las Vegas plus three or plus two and a half, or sorry, minus two and a half or minus three, whatever way you want it against, uh, against the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Alex, I locked in the Panthers at minus uh, three or two and a half. Adam locked in the giants at plus three against Carolina. He's giving, he's he's (laughs) giving you a stare. He's really not liking that, but that's okay. You locked it in to be fair. (laughs) Um, And I'm going with the Rams minus 15 and a half. Don't be intimidated by that number. All right, it's time for Bozo of the Week, Genius of the Week, no conclusive evidence. Uh, I can go with Bozo of the Week because I Adam sort of tipped my hat on the last show. Let's go. Yep. I know he wants to hear this. Uh, my Bozo of the Week is Chance the Rapper. Now, again, we mentioned this a little bit on Sunday. Uh, the Chicago Sky won the WNBA championship on the weekend. Congratulations to them. Uh, that's a, you know it was nice you know it looked like a good time the fans were there it was going crazy everybody was on the court it was high, you know you're having a good time when you win but what happens when you win who's it about when you win the win the WNBA championship it's about the players it's about the people that did the work it's not about this little guy running on the court and grabbing his t-shirt and his hat and holding up the WNBA trophy and screaming like he's Kevin Garnett if you didn't see the video Chance the Rapper is on the floor with the trophy taking it away from the players yelling all around Around, ah, we won the WNBA championship. We, you're not the eighth man. You, you. <laughs> I know you went to the playoff games. The I know hell? I saw him on the sideline a couple times. So, like, if you're a fan, that's cool. And Lord knows, if the Oilers win the Stanley Cup, I'd be crying. I'd be screaming. Yeah, but I'm not running on the cup, running on the ice, taking the cup from McDavid with my hat and my T-shirt on. I'm in the crowd, <laughs> man. Just settle down. Let the players live. Owen disagrees that I would be doing that, which I can see <laughs> you would do. That. You would. Listen, I probably. I probably care more than he does. So if you whatever. had the power, you would do that. Yes, yeah, yes, I did. You if would. I had the yes, you would. maybe. Like but you'd take an interview with Scott Oak. <laughs> okay, so maybe yeah, I should get would. nominated for Bozo of the Week. Because <laughs> I got, you know what, you guys Here. are right. I would do that. I'm being a hypocrite right now. Nominate me. I'm nominated for Bozo. No, of no, the week. but this is a classic. Uh, hey, did you guys forget about me? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> a little publicity stunt. My last album sucked. I was kind of hot in 2016 do you remember me and no no one still like really cares that you know like i mean it's really great that you're a fan i know we reps chicago pretty hard but that's definitely not the time to say uh you know hey guys remember give me the wmba trophy yeah and let me celebrate yeah okay but again i'm nominated here so we decided that that could be me okay okay i'm nominated but that's okay i earned it okay owen you have anything to say about chance the rapper no, no, no. It's a bit. It was a bit corny, but I mean, it's good to see. Was that worth the wait, Adam? Yeah, I liked it. Okay, thank good, you. Good delivery. It makes me feel good. Uh, or whoever wants to go next. What's your bozo? I got one. I got one. So okay, okay. my bozo this week is our friend uh, DK Metcalf, and I'm sure <laughs> a lot of you guys saw this, but it infuriated me. So I needed to. I need to kind of vent a little bit and let let this get off my chest here. But uh, DK Metcalf, I don't know where he got the audacity for this, but uh, Shannon Sharp was kind of talking about the uh, the game where uh, on Sunday night where DK Metcalf, at the end, he caught a pass. And then instead of going out of bounds, he decided he was going to try and... I, I, I don't know if he was like going to try and score a touchdown there or he just thought the extra three yards were needed for his kicker. I honestly don't know what, what he was thinking. But he was he trying to off. He was pointing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was. But he took off. And immediately got the ball punched out like a freaking like a t-shirt out of a cannon. Like there it was there was no oh, he was not holding that thing tightly at all. And Shannon, you know, he wasn't a fan. And then DK Metcalf came out and he said on Twitter, I believe it was, he said to Shannon, he said, Stop questioning me, little boy. Which is crazy in and of itself. Next, Shannon said, Nothing to question. That dumb play and your pride won't let you admit it. <laughs> 
that was a dumb play and your pride won't let you admit it. You can't question anything I've done. Pray your resume will be as complete as mine. Pray. So that was kind of fire. And then DK Metcalf, of course, has to have the last word. So he fires back. And he says, from the looks of it, I can wipe my poop emoji with yours. Continue to gossip. You washed up wannabe. So a lot of you could, there's probably a lot you could say about this. Um, I'm just going to say Shannon Sharp's resume is a little bit better than yours at this time. So, yeah. Yeah. Just wannabe? A bit. I, I, think, I don't think I think he did. I think you want to be him. Yeah. 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 Not sure that's the right choice of words. Um, but uh, you know what, DK, you know, you have uh super blue hair, I guess, and you are really jacked. So you guess that's probably something you have over Shannon. And um, he made so that you know hundred. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> Shannon, where was Shannon on top two? He hasn't been yeah. on top one hundred no last way. year either. Or a year before years. that. <laughs> 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 yeah so i guess uh i guess a little bit of a bozo for for dk but he's got some good things going for him i'll give him that okay i see yeah. the vision i, I yeah. i'm with you there i don't think we can disagree alex what you got in the queue this week all right so my bozo of the week is this elementary school teacher uh won't name her name obviously but uh you guys know how we've all went to elementary school and every time you know, you always had that one teacher that has the reward box, mm-hmm. box full of candies. And whenever you do something good, I don't know what, you know, you do good on a project or whatever, uh, you get, you know, a treat from the reward box. Um, and this teacher decided to reward her um, students with Sour Patch Kids, except they weren't Sour Patch Kids. Oh, they no. were Stony Kids or Stony Patch, <laughs> Stony Patches. That's what they were called. And she mistake. turned the kids and she essentially turned the kids into Stony Kids. So... <laughs> Um, I don't know how you make a mistake this bad. Um, on the label, it literally says Stony Patch, not Sour Patch Kids. And it also ha- says Extra Strength Soothing THC. So I don't know how you make a mistake that big. Um, and it's also got marijuana leaves all over the packaging. Like, oh, it's oh, now there's no excuse. Huge mistake. Like, I don't know. I just that's crazy. There's no way the package was facing backwards the whole time when you were opening it up and looking at it and buying it and all that stuff. And apparently when they confronted her, she was hysterical. She was probably snacking on some of those bad boys herself, too. Oh, no. And yeah, she's been fired immediately. I just think that's a huge bozo. Like, you got to check the package. Just I mean, just a little bit out of those four things, the name, the marijuana leaves all over it. Uh, saying there's soothing THC on it. And they don't even look like Sour Patch Kids. They've got like one eye. It's like a Cyclops is what the Sour Patch Kids look like. Is just a huge mistake, and that's my bozo. You can't be giving kids THC. That's messed. So this week you can vote for the elementary school teacher, DK Metcalf, or Chance the Rapper slash me. Yeah. So I'm going to vote for the elementary school teacher because that's a huge mistake. That's a huge mistake. That's a huge, no second chance on that mistake. I'm going to be the one to say it. So I'm voting yeah. for the elementary school teacher. What do you got? Um, I'm I'm gonna go with DK, uh, cause boy, chill a little out. Uh, you've been in the league for like two years, my guy. Like seriously, and like I said, your resume is is not as big as Shannon Sharp's. Shannon Sharp's a beast. I love him. I love watching old clips of Shannon Sharp. He's a funny guy too. I like his podcast and show that he has. So, um, don't go at my boy Shannon. Adam, what are you putting in your vote for? Chance the rapper, obviously. Okay, no comment. Oh, and you get the deciding vote right here. I'll go for the uh, the stony kids teacher. <laughs> and you're right. That's you can't be doing that. That's you know big time play, big time moment. You gotta you gotta deliver, and it's not you know can't be doing that. That's messed. Yeah, game seven yeah. NBA finals, and she got her kids high. That's not yeah. It. yeah. <laughs> genius of the week time. Let's let's shine some positivity here. My genius of the week is the Winnipeg Jets. Mm. Now, Mm. some fans of the show will remember in the early days when there was a little thing called the Cheeseburger Sub at the Mm. uh, Sci-Fi Stadium Mm -hmm. in Los Angeles. Now, callback. And there were actually fans of the show and a guest of the show who went to SoFi Stadium, looked for the Cheeseburger Sub, only to find that it was not there. Am I right here, Owen? You were correct, yeah. Yes, it was nowhere to be found. That was illustrious guest Ryan, who went with his wife, tried to find the Cheeseburger Sub, could not find wow. it at SoFi Stadium. Anyway, I digress. I had to mention that. The Winnipeg Jets, here's where they come in. Um, they saw the success, attention, and notoriety that the cheeseburger sub brought SoFi Stadium, right. and they thought, let's liven up our menu, mm-hmm. and they unveiled the Jet Dog Burger. 
Now, let me paint you a verbal picture right here of what exactly the Ugh. Jet Dog Burger is. So picture the plate. The plate is on the ground, and I'm going to go item, topping, topping, all the way up till okay, it's done. Okay. okay. So first off, we got the bun on the yeah. bottom, and then we've got burger. Okay. We've got cheese. Yeah. Sliced up hot dog. And then we've got burger, and then cheese, and then sliced up hot dog, and then onion rings, and then pickles, and then tomato, and then lettuce, and then the top of the bun. So Whoa. I know what you're thinking. Tomato goes above lettuce. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's what you're thinking. You're also thinking it sounds like a pretty big burger. How am I supposed to get my mouth around this? You know, some arenas, they kind of try to go for the good food. You know, the Winnipeg Jets just went with the Let's take everything we have in the kitchen and put it on one option. Um, dislocate some jaws in the process. You know what? Whatever. Like, get some dental insurance before you go to the Winnipeg Jets game because, you know, you're, the flights to Winnipeg are hot right now. But uh, if you're scared, just get the dental insurance, show up, and get the Jet Dog Burger. I want somebody from the show because we're Canadian-based. When you're in Winnipeg, I need a review of the Jet Dog Burger. I'd personally just send Tony out because he's a protein fiend. Yes. He loves yeah. protein. We remember, we remember he had bacon bits and Italian sausage, and he just went full meat on his pizza, basically bread and meat. Um, <laughs> so I'd send Tony out for this one. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm down to that. But I wouldn't, you know what? I'd maybe take a bite of that, but that's way too much meat. Yeah. We got to find it. Like the hot dog and the burger. It's, I don't yeah. Know. You should look up the picture. It's, uh, looks scary. Interesting. Uh, so they're my genius of the week. Just take everything you have in the kitchen and put it in one. Owen, what are you putting in this week? So for my genius of the week, I've got 62-year-old Kelvin Davis. So this is – he was a former ABA player. He played – yeah, the American Basketball Association. He played uh, for the Atlanta Vision um, about 15 years ago for, of the American Basketball Association. And uh, earlier this week – no, this was earlier this month. He decided he was going to try out for the New Orleans Pelicans G League team. So 62-year-old Kelvin, oh, no. he pulled up to the open tryouts. And you know what? He tried really hard. And I'm sure he tried really hard. I'm sure he, you know, sh shot the ball a lot and did whatever he did. But alas, he did not make the team. So oh, um, I was yeah, going to ask, did he make it? No, <laughs> no. That was a bit of a shocker. I think he was a bit old. I think LeBron maybe will take a look at him at some point here. But um, <laughs> they, the Pelicans did not. Well the Pelicans did not make an offer. Good. So the Pelicans did not make an offer. But you know what? I appreciate the. Uh, I feel like it must have been intimidating, a little bit scary. Um, but he went out there and he did it. So smart guy there, genius of the week for me. Way to go, Kellen! Congratulations. Yeah. Let's go. I love that. You know, you hear those inspirational stories. Jonathan Simmons <laughs> tried out for the G League. Andre Ingram. You know, he could have been one of those guys. So you know what? Shout out to him. Shoot for the stars. Aim for the moon. He's just on the bench, they're rubbing butter on his knees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta stay loose. Gotta stay loose. What are you putting through this week? Um, so my genius of the week is whoever decided to build the seven foot tall Harambe statue on Wall Street. <laughs> <laughs> on Wall Street, in front of the charging bowl. We've all seen that picture with the charging bowl. Harambe's literally right in front of it. Um, it looks freaking awesome. We all love Harambe. Um and then they covered the statue with 10,000 bananas. That's a lot of bananas, um, which will later be donated to food banks. Um, but yeah, great. I didn't see this. It's awesome. It's great. It's a huge Harambe statue, and it's just on Wall Street. So um, whenever Flag on the Plans of going to New York, I guess that's a uh, you know, little sightseeing we're going to have to do. We should reroute Tony, get him from Winnipeg to New York, and then back to the studio for a recording. Exactly. Yeah, or just send Tony. Yeah, exactly. I like that. So the nominations this week are the Winnipeg Jets, Kellen Davis, and the Harambe statue. We are killing it this week. Um, I'm personally going to vote for Kellen Davis because shoot for the stars, buddy. I'm proud of him. I'm going with Kellen Davis too. That's a great story. Adam, what are you going with? Kellen Davis. Sweep. Go. Put the sweep in. Do it. Uh, I can't do the self-vote. I'm going to vote for uh, the Winnipeg Jets. Wonderful. Okay, yeah. look at that. So congratulations to the Bozo of the Week winners and the Genius of the Week winners. <laughs> I can't even remember the Genius of the Week. I'm not going to lie. That was a pretty hectic segment. What was it? The Bozo, you mean? The Genius? It was the THC uh, oh. elementary school teacher. Congratulations to the elementary school teacher on Bozo of the Week yeah. and Kellen Davis on Genius of the Week. You guys earned it. So shout out to you guys. No conclusive evidence, and then let's get out of here. Um, 
you guys go ahead first because I have a special presentation. Do you have a rapid fire? No conclusive evidence. Oh, a rapid fire, no conclusive evidence. Yeah, I like your rapid fire. Okay, yeah, I have that too. But later, I'm going to give you a special edition. Okay, okay. I'll 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 get mine out of the way here. Um, we kind of talked about it earlier, but my no conclusive evidence is that Westbrook won't um be on the Lakers by the end of the year. Wow. I don't know if he'll get wow. traded um, before the deadline or just after they get eliminated from the playoffs because I don't have the Lakers winning the championship. Um, but even if they do, I still I just don't think he'll be on the team. Um, much to the stuff we talked about earlier, I just don't see how he fits. Um, LeBron's going to go GM mode, and it's going to be a classic. He just trades Westbrook for a bunch of pieces like Derrick Rose, Jordan Clarkson, <laughs> Jay Crowder. Uh, Dwayne Wade, yeah, yeah Jay yeah. Crowder, that sort of stuff. Um, so that's my no conclusive evidence, but yeah, we talked about why, um, and you guys always, you know, how I stand and feel about Westbrook. So just don't think he fits. Yeah. Okay. Well, and he'll continue, yeah. sorry, his trend of being on one team per year. Oh yeah. That's right. He went, uh, Houston, Washington, Lakers, it's a and then Timberwolves. Dwight Howard world tour. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Good deal. <laughs> Owen, what are you putting through? So I got for, for my take this week, um, obviously we're in the thick of, um, baseball, the MLB postseason here. And games have actually averaged about four hours this week. So I think or this this year, the playoff games have with pitching changes and commercials and whatnot. So I think it's time, at least in the playoffs, maybe it's time to start putting in a pitch clock. Because as much as I love baseball, four hours to just sit down and watch a baseball game is a long time. And uh, I think it's just a little bit unnecessary. It's maybe time to implement some changes there, like namely a pitch clock or something else, I guess. That, I don't know. There's other ideas floating around, but something should be done about that because that's it's getting ridiculous. Amen. I say we go pitch clock, but turn it off at the sen- at the seventh inning. Okay. Thoughts? Yeah, I I wouldn't be opposed to that. Let's mm-hmm. go. So it really only applies to the starters. But if they make it to the seventh inning and they're just catching their breath for the last inning, if they were like still going, like Max Scherzer's yeah. just gasping for air when the <laughs> yeah, seventh yeah. inning hits, that'd be kind of. Funny. I heard that one of the reasons was because they're starting relievers. And then relievers generally take longer to get through their pitch. And starters obviously are quicker, but that's just one of the reasons I heard. Yeah, yeah, that's I hadn't thought of that. That works. I like that take. I'm with you fully. No conclusive. It works out. Now I saw this report on Twitter. Uh, my man is actually verified, and he's like broken stuff right before, so I, I have to give some credence to this. But he says, "quote It's believed the Pistons would entertain moving Jeremy Grant to acquire Ben Simmons." No conclusive evidence I'd entertain trading my left sock to acquire a new pair of Jordans. That would, that would probably work out for me. Um, and now my second no conclusive evidence. I'm going to try something here. This is groundbreaking. Okay. First ever audio insertion live into the podcast. It's going to happen right wow. here. If okay. it doesn't work, it's going to get cut out. But if you didn't see what Chris Broussard did this week. Happened on the play. Yes, Josh Allen Smith or Josh Allen Slip. But it got blown up on the left side because of the pressure of Tennessee. I wonder why. Could it be because ten, uh, Buffalo's Pro Bowl left tackle, Taylor Lewan, was injured? If he's there, maybe that doesn't happen. But he's out. So you got a second stringer that Josh Allen's trying to go behind. And you see he got destroyed. Dawkins, whoever that is. All right, so that's the problem. You're not good in the red... Oh. No conclusive evidence. Taylor the one plays for Tennessee. That's all I got. Yeah. <laughs> Bit of That's a mistake. Bit of a mistake. All right. That does it for this episode. 10 out of 10. We're going to do a rapid goodbye because Owen has to leave. So, Owen, any closing words? No, no. That video was absolutely hilarious. I'm going to go watch the full thing after. That was, <laughs> uh, it was hilarious. Well, what an episode. I enjoyed this one. That I was think, a great one. Yeah. yeah. In the history books. Yeah. 49 was a good one. Write it down. Adam, anything to add? Well, you won't be here on Sunday, so you know, make it a long goodbye if you have to. I locked in the Falcons. Cap. Um, alternative fact, no, you didn't. <laughs> no, sorry to the fans. I won't be here. You're not going to be here? No, anything? no, for Adam. Oh, Just okay. no apology. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's okay. It's okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Anything to add, Alex? No, that's it. I got great episode here. yeah great episode uh we'll talk to you guys again on um, monday morning enjoy the week of games enjoy the weekend again oh to the loved ones do it this week remember that we'll talk to you guys then enjoy the weekend